Good evening, Fright fans, or morning, or whenever you listen to this. I gotta tell you, it's almost the Halloween season, and, you know, sometimes you do a little bit of traveling for Halloween, and sometimes you gotta stop and use the restroom, and sometimes you stop and use the wrong restroom, and there's J.K. Simmons as an eldritch deity that somehow thinks that you must give of himself in order to save the world from his father. You know how it is. October, right? Welcome to Fright Pub. Welcome to Fright Pub, an intoxicating horror movie podcast. Stop! Love it! No! That's it, you do it from now on. No! It's weird. You get to say the words. You Mm. use the weird voice. Use the Fremen voice like Dune. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put your hand in that box. So, yeah, hey, welcome! This is my real voice. I love, Welcome. I love no that Shaggy didn't. Shaggy didn't even realize what he'd said, <laughs> and then the look on his face was just perfect. I'm sorry. This is a podcast and not a and not a streaming video of sorts. What a, the TikToks? That's this should be a TikTok. This is the TikToks. <laughs> welcome everybody, and welcome back to Mr. Michael McBurney. Ooh, Hang the sniper. Up. What was I saying? Welcome back, Michael McBurney. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the luckiest mofo on the list. Yeah, so we Good have we have Allie Kern, who's the dice witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just enchants the dice, and whenever she feels it, she decides she wants to come back on the show. We have CJ, the looming kaiju, who is always <laughs> threatening to be back on the show, because every time Allie's on the show, he signs up for like Whoa. 10 more movies. And then we have Mike McBurney. Who has only signed up for three movies, and they've all come up. He's a sniper. He's like he's like the great Bambino calling his shot. <laughs> I mean, um, it's just like the Sandlot. It's exactly that's like the Sandlot. Thank you. <laughs> um, I feel like we need to give credit to Glenn Peters for the Looming Kaiju. Did he come up with that? Yes, I think Glenn Peters did come up with CJ the Looming Kaiju. Thank you. <laughs> I did sign up for several more after the last. Well, uh, we'll just have to see so. if we'll have you back. Yeah, because this is so, so weird. You brought up Glorious mm-hmm. the last time you were here. During mm-hmm. Near Dark, or when we were... When we mm-hmm. were recording Near Dark. I had and, just seen it not long before. Yeah, and so you mentioned it. You were like, oh, I'll put my name on that. Yeah. And then literally the next episode, we rolled it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dope. It was kind of wild. Could not believe it. But I'm so happy you're here. Thank, Thank you, you for returning as our special popper. Hooray! Thank you for having me. Always thrilled to be here. Excellent. So now why why Glorious? Who added this oh, one to the yes. list? Oh, yes. Let's go there first. It was me. I did it. It was I who seduced the dragon. Um, I'm so glad. So I've come up with four different reasons as to why I added this that make me look good. <laughs> well, what's the real reason the that makes you look bad? The real reason is I saw it on an ad and went, what the fuck is that? It's holding a leg. Only on Shudder. Mm. We can get a hold of that one. This is right after Possession. And I was like, all right, okay. Mm, I think we can actually get this. So, because it's on Shudder. It won't take much, right? And I like Shudder. I want to like Shudder. It's just that every time that I pay for Shudder, we roll dice that I don't, I have to go back to Amazon Prime. I have to go back to fucking YouTube. I have to. But, with, but this time I was like, aha, 
it's Shutter exclusive, so if we roll it, we can only go there and we're good. That's why I got it. I mean, there's other reasons too. I mean, female director, mm-hmm. make up for the Catherine Bigelow. Sorry. Don't, you don't like Catherine Bigelow. I don't I hate Catherine Bigelow. I don't know. It's not true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Mike, why did you put your name on this one? Well, I mean, uh, like I said, I had just seen it. Uh, it was recommended uh, to me by a good friend, Jewel, who had seen it. The? What? Not the Jewel. Not, Not the, the Jewel. Jewel. A Jewel. A Jewel. This Jewel has two L's. Okay. In her name. Um, She'll come back from that. But <laughs> she get the W. But yeah, she just she saw uh, this and another movie on Shutter called Sylvam, and she was like, "You got to watch both of those. They're great." Uh, don't want to give you too many details. Mm. Super weird, yes. super fun movies. And so I was like, sure. And especially, actually also, um, when I saw the runtime of this movie is nice and tight. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. It's just like. Just like a good glory hole. Mm-hmm. Hour mm-hmm. Nice and tight. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what? weird. No. Don't just, make it weird. That is weird. It's <laughs> Glory holes as a concept are weird. Well, yeah. As a, which is why I think that this had to have started that way. It had to have started as like, what's something that's horrifying that you do for a potential reward? And it's put your dick in a space. Like, put your dick in a space. Right? Like, that's... A real gross space. A real... And you don't know what's on the other side. You don't know what's going to mm-hmm. happen. It's a lot like the fear of having sex for the first time if you've never had sex education. I that don't is know the what... rule. You don't look through the glory hole, though, right? Oh, yeah. Like, that's a, that's yeah. a major faux yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's, that's inappropriate. I would think that that... Like, that's that, inappropriate? That's inappropriate. There are it, rules to glory holes? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it defeats the purpose of the glory hole okay. if you're going to look through Anonymity. it. Anonymity. Right. So, okay, can someone please list the rules of glory holes? One. Uh, don't, don't look into it. Look in the glory hole. <laughs> okay, what's, what's number two? That's it. No, there's that's one. It. That's just the only rule. back to number one. one. Don't yeah. look in the glory hole? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I would have to believe that you leave first. Mm-hmm. I think like after the glory hole right. is finished, I think you leave. Which you leave first. tracks you leave with first. rule number one. Yeah. You don't look in the glory hole and you leave first. Let's see. What are some other... If these aren't written down somewhere, we should just figure this out right now. So don't look in. You leave first. Um, what are some other good ones? Good um, rules for the glory hole. Dear Google. Um, <laughs> no laughing. You'll never... Probably not. <laughs> well, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe something tickles. All right. <laughs> I guess no condescending laughter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's ten. There's, there's ten, ten easy glory hole etiquette rules. Oh, wow. wow ten. There's we right? ten. The ten. Okay. There's three simple steps for your first time in a glory hole. And then 10 pieces of glory hole etiquette rules. So there's like 13 right. bits the, of information. The number here. one, That's a find lot. a glory hole near you. Okay, number okay two, we don't need that. Get yeah. relaxed and wait. Number three, start playing. You want to start playing like a neighbor? You slide your index finger through the hole and beckon them forward in a come hither motion. Okay, hmm. yeah, no, that's, that tracks. You have to like be like, hey, I'm here. I'm ready for you. Okay, dope. All right, next up, I'm on horuro.com. Horuro. Sorry. Well, that's I didn't realize I was clicking, but okay. Uh, then <laughs> etiquette number ten: saying hello at your first glory hole. You found your first one stripped naked. Now you're horny and staring at an ominous hole in the wall, wondering how naked. to proceed. Yeah, I don't know if how naked you have to get. A lot. That is a lot. If the person on the other side is game and they should be, you'll be rewarded with. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, if you're a man looking to get off, then you should signal your desires rather bluntly. It consists of sticking it through the hole. Number nine. Rejection at glory holes. Next up is a not welcoming gesture to receive or to use. 
perhaps one of you has just seen something you don't like, need a breather, or just, that's it. Whatever your reason, you always have the option to reject at any time. To signal this, block the glory hole with either the palm of your hand or your elbow. Easy. Oh, huh. Number eight, the tube. When someone puts their face to the hole in the wall, often with their mouth open, they're signaling that they want it. This is often seen as very submissive. Not for those of the weak gag reflex or those new to being at a glory hole. A lot of fun, though. That's fun. I don't know who's yelping <laughs> the glory hole, but... Number seven. Um, the glory hole tap. The glory hole slap. Next up is the glory hole slap. If you're having your members slurped on by the sucker on the other side, you might suddenly feel it stop before you receive a light tap. This can mean a few things. This can signal that the person sucking wants it reverse now. For straight playmates, it can also signal a proposition to ditch the wall and join one another in the booth. Hmm. Number six. Similar to the slap is the tap. A tap can signal that the sucker is leaving the booth for any reason. You may also have sex. If you get the glory hole and have been enjoying a sloppy blowjob from the other side of the wall for a while, you might be surprised at what comes next. The sucker may maintain a grip on your member, but replace the sucking with a slight pause. As always, though, I must stress the use of protection when indulging. <laughs> Step four, interruption of the BJ. Suddenly, your, your BJ is interrupted with no tap or slap. This can mean the person on the other side of the wall is planning to go for you, but more often than not, it means something else. Um, do it right, and you'll be rewarded with a hot load. More than likely, it means that they're about to go. Step three, shaved balls at the visit. Are you doing a J.K. Simmons impression? Maybe. <laughs> Shaved balls. Why is the yellow M&M reading these rules? (laughs) Shaved balls often signify that they should be worshipped and licked as much as possible. If a pair of shaved balls are stuffed through it, you can safely assume that's what they want. Finally, last two. Two. One of the most important rules of Glory Hole: when the member pulls away, whether slowly or suddenly, both mean different things that are not good. First off, when it slowly pulls away. And retreat slightly. This usually signals that they're not satisfied. They're done. They're considering moving to another booth in general. And then finally, the sudden pullout. If you suddenly find it has retreated, it probably means they're close to blowing their load. Again, the cock will likely return. Both gestures are silent signals for you to improve on your sucking or just slow. Oh, shit. Wow. There's a yeah. lot of judgment in Glory Hole. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of, of judgment. I wouldn't have expected that. That is a surprising amount of judgment from someone sticking their penis in a random truck stop bathroom right? hole. Mm. But see, I have to say, Shaggy, I I think I might disagree with you. I don't think that I don't think that that much thought was put into the premise of this movie. I think it is. I think it was just purely like, you know, what would be funny, J.K. Simmons as a Glory Hole. <laughs> Let's just funny. go with that. Because yep. I think that that's where this started. I really do. I really do. Should we talk about what we're drinking? Yeah, sorry. I, for those at home, I hope you enjoy those rules. And are <laughs> I don't to... like those rules. I think cool. we can come up with better ones. Yeah, I think yeah. those are better. I just found them randomly on a porn site, so it's not like they're canon. Well, it's not like there's a there's a glory hole. It's not like you found them on YouPorn. I'll, I'll go first about what I'm drinking. Yes, tell us. Tell us all about it. I am drinking a drink called Toilet Water. Nice. Nice. Does it look like it looks like a freshly cleaned toilet, like when it's blue, like three thousand flushes. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, Um, it's good. It's fine. It's um, vodka and triple sec and berry mixed berry Powerade and Sprite. 
Nice. Just twelve. I appreciate that. There's no blue curacao. In I that. was just thinking that. Look at that. <laughs> blue curacao. I don't think would give you the right. It's the mixed berry Powerade that mm. gives you the right like mm. mixed berries, like mm. like mixed berries, like barely blue. Yeah, barely. I dig it. Yeah, me too. I Thanks. have made a concoction which I'm already almost finished with called Goth Glory. <laughs> what? Goth Glory. <laughs> nice. Right. Like, God's glory, but the thing's name is, like, that's another one, right? Yes. Right. So, anyway, it is uh, two ounces of milk, a little bit of warm honey to give it a sticky flavor, mm. and then a shot of absinthe and a shot of blackberry liqueur for that nice, weird color. It is like actually it. delicious, tastes like candy, absolutely love it. But also, I imagine that if the rolls were reversed, this is what... I mean, old ones would taste like, I guess. I don't know. I bet they taste amazing. I bet Cthulhu tastes like candy. That I don't you. think that's true. I think I think Cthulhu probably tastes awful. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Never know. know. Cthulhu, if you're listening. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Meet you at the glory hole. <laughs> for science. <laughs> for science. Mm-hmm. So, listen, quick fatang. Um, what, what, <laughs> what are your etiquette rules? 50 foot eldritch monster. <laughs> Tell us, Yog Sathoth. Tell yeah. us. <laughs> the sleep rise away. So it feels Hang like on, we're, not we're not done. I'm sorry. Hold off. Hold All right, off. fine. Mike, what do you got? Mike. Uh, yeah, so I uh, somewhat rushed uh, trying to grab a beer again, but um, I was sad to find that Liberty Beer did not carry. There is a beer called Glorious. Mm. That is a hazy IPA from, I think, a place called Lobo Brewing. Mm. Didn't have that. So I did uh, kind of embrace a, yeah, yeah, sort of Cthulhu-y. Lovecraftian. Lovecraftian kind of thought with this, Dinosaurs in Space. Hey! Um, All right. That works. Which is a New England IPA from uh, uh, (laughs) Hop Farm. Hop Farm Brewing. Hop Farm. I love you, giant cephalopod. Because, yeah, yeah, it's got that whole spacey vibe throughout, and especially the big pullout at the end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> are we not doing phrasing was that an abrupt pullout is that that's inappropriate or is that a right? slow that's not was that a, a slow pullout it, was that a, up your game or it was kind that of varied mm. yeah yeah it could have been like a hey slow down mm-hmm. hey, easy 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 but easy there big spender easy there <laughs> I came here for a long time not a good time <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I stopped down once again to Lawrenceville Distilling Company LDC <laughs> And uh, Joe came up with this variation on what is called the glory cocktail. This is called the glory hole. What? It's literally called the glory hole? The, he, it, the, the original cocktail is called the glory cocktail. This variation of it is called the glory hole. How is it different? Uh, so that uses rye and brandy, or rye and cognac, which is brandy from... You know, that one place. Uh, This uses... It puts a hat on a hat with the rye and bourbon instead Mm. of brandy. Uh, And then has absinthe and sugar cubes shaken into it. So it is very sweet, little herbal, still pretty whiskey forward, obviously. Oh, and there's also some triple sec. It's a a very sweet but easy to ingest kind of thing. Nice. That sounds delicious. It is delicious. You should try it. Ooh, I, I made you one. one. Oh, that's good. 
Isn't that good? <laughs> That's good. That's Isn't nice. that tasty? It's that is nice. tasty. Love that. So thanks again to all of our friends done at hey, LDC. Joe. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. So this movie. This movie yeah. feels like we wrote this. <laughs> wow. This, this okay. feels like we wrote this, but we took turns. And none of us cared about it all meshing together. No, we did not give a fuck. It's like Liam shows up and he's like, yeah, someone sticks their dick in a glory hole. That's how we start. And I'm like, and That's there's Lovecraftian. Was that, was that my contribution? <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. That's okay. you. No, I'm fa- no, honestly, like all of, all of the stuff inside the bathroom did feel an awful lot like me. It sure did, buddy. It did. It sure did. This, and- this felt very much like, it, it felt like a play. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that about it. Single location. And we yeah, single location, two actors. I want the rights. I want you the get rights. a you get a third actor in there to pop in and say hello. But <laughs> I want to do a stage play of this. Let's get Jay obviously Kaysen. obviously no intermission. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, no. You can't give people minutes? a chance to leave. Oh. Much like he doesn't so, have a chance to leave. But as a matter of fact, you have to like have ushers standing at the doors right. so that people who want to leave, they have to explain that they're leaving and, and make it real awkward no, and obvious for everybody. You don't even need Don't let them go. That's part, you, of the, it's part of the experience. You don't need the first part of the movie. You don't need the first part of the movie. Not really. Not a lot. Wow. He, can be, he can be doing that in the sink of the bathroom. He can be freaking out of the sink of the bathroom. Oh my gosh, all kinds so lighting bad. a fire in the sink in of the, the bathroom. Yeah, who gives a fuck, right? Like He doesn't care. He's drinking. He gives a fuck. And then he wakes up the next day, right? Or whatever. Who cares? Anyway, sorry. Back to my point. You wrote, hey, wouldn't it be weird if like, we did a play about a dude talking to a glory hole? And then I came in and I was like, ooh, I'm going to add the color. It's Lovecraftian nightmare time. Whee! Who's excited? <laughs> Yay! That was my whole contribution. Is like, that's it. And then he tries to leave and can't. Like, that's the whole bit. And then we go to Lauren because it's like, Lauren, how should this end? Lauren, with righteous do? retribution righteous retribution it's OB I loved it, it so absolutely. much absolutely he deserves everything he gets and what yes. he gets is awful which is what he deserves yep. so we're gonna backfill that <laughs> like it just feels a whole lot like we all wrote this like it just feels very much like weird ass glory hole shaggy flavor featuring you know lead character with one guy he does all the acting and then Lauren. so you're playing the guy right oh yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, I think this movie would be better if I was in it. It would. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. What did this guy used to do? He did True Blood. He was in True Blood as what? Oh, really? I mean, a vampire, Yeah, eye candy. No, he wasn't the vampire. He Well, maybe he was eventually. This dude was eye candy? Yeah. Yeah. Look at at pictures from True Blood days. Oh, oh, from True Blood days. Yeah. How long ago was True Blood days? I mean, 15 years ago. ago. Oh, okay. That, I mean... 15 years will do a lot to a person. Um, well, I mean, I just think he's a little, yeah, I, I think he was ru- he was looking rough in this movie. I think he was supposed to, but... Yeah. Um, What's weird is he didn't look rough. He looked like an average person. Okay. And that makes that. me feel worse. <laughs> do we all look really rough? But that... <laughs> yes. Maybe, yeah, oh, if your, your judgment is <laughs> clouded. Um, what? <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, no, he was in, he was in True Blood, and uh, that's how I know him. I don't know if he was in anything else, but he didn't really have to act in True Blood. Mm. So, what did he do in True Blood? Just get naked a lot? Yeah, look pretty. Oh. Yeah, juice. Um, what's up? <laughs> what is up, dude? <laughs> I'm glad. 
glad you're here. I'm glad you're on this side of this. You know I'm, what? I'm I'm here for you, man. Absolutely. I just I just part, it for you. My favorite part of the whole movie, where this movie run me over, was the moment where he stuck his dick in that glory yep. hole. Oh my god. And and J.K. Simmons was like, "What? What is that? No. What, what are you that? doing? What are you doing? <laughs> because that is when, yeah, that is when this movie won me over. Because up until then, I was very uncomfortable about where this movie could go. Mm. I was incre- like, I was like, I wanted to be excited about this movie. I was trying really hard. I was like, this is so funny. This is such a funny idea. <laughs> J.K. Simmons is a talking glory hole. This is amazing. And then I was like, wait, but what does that mean? It means he's like, going to stick his dick in there. Like, is this going to be like, is this going to be really traumatic and like not enjoyable? <laughs> we were watching it together. And it could not have gone better. Lauren and I watched this together, and literally, like, she was hoping to God that it was the other way around, and that for some reason this dude had butt babies with Cthulhu. Like, for some reason, Cthulhu reaches into his butt. Oh mm. yeah, I thought he was going to be the butt. So here, I I, I honestly I have to you say, like I, I which agree I don't like either. That was such a nice moment when like he butts. does stick his dick in the hole and gets rejected. Yeah, speaking of rejected in a glory hole, um, I think that that was tap. not the correct etiquette of how to no. reject. Not like what is that? You just give it the what? tap. You just give it the tap. <laughs> We're done here. But Phone I was honestly kind of flick. looking forward to J.K. Simmons making the sloppy blowjob noises. Oh my god! <laughs> See, that's why I know you wrote this. I I was looking for. I was like, I don't know what that's going to sound like. Most things I can imagine what they sound like. <laughs> J.K. Simmons giving sloppy blowjobs is not a noise that is in my brain right now. So and I was like, I would, I'm would. i I'm curious to see... I imagine it what sounds the, like every other blowjob So noise. that is where I took the script from Liam and edited the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Just going to continue with this nope. velvety smooth voice and condescension. Nope, 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 nope. Because at some point, Lauren was like, no one's asking J.K. Simmons to make sloppy blowjob noises. I don't know, he'd man. Do I'm sure he'd do it. He'd do it, but he'd ask for more money. He would. Mm. He would. Either that or it'd just sound like turkey and just be like gobble gobble. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just gobble what? gobble. Turkey? Turkey from Thanksgiving. Killing. Mm. Gobble oh, gobble God. motherfucker. Gobble gobble motherfucker. I thought for a second you had a stroke. Yeah, turkey. <laughs> turkey gobble gobble. Like I thought you lost your mind. I forgot. Well, thanks killing did that to me, but okay, don't. right. All right, geez, that I'm was bad. another short but sweet. No, short. Mm, movie. No. Short, not so sweet. <laughs> mm. Bad, bad news. Bad news bears. Um, dope. Mike, was this your first time seeing it? No, you'd seen it before. I'd seen it before, seen it and then before. I rewatched it. So it was very. How was it on the second viewing? I mean, even better. Um, awesome. <laughs> because also, I mean, you know where the movie's going, right? Uh-huh. You don't have that. So when, um, when J.K. Simmons early on, when they're like establishing rapport and first talking things out, and he's like, "There's nothing I would rather do than let you leave." It's like, oh, oh that is a lie. Yeah, he is lying to you. <laughs> And you deserve it. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's totally worth a rewatch once you've seen it to get that added layer right. of like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. This thing is absolutely fucking with Wes the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, and okay. it just needs to prevent um, this elder god from 
coming and making it do what it's supposed to do. That's, so it's for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my biggest question. My biggest question is like, he's either telling Wes the truth the entire time for all reasons, maybe, or not. I, but if he's not, that means that he could also be lying about the destruction of the universe. It could also very much be like, I'm here to kill one person at a time. That's all I can do. Like, we can't trust. This mm. is an unreliable but, narrator here. This is a bill for destruction. Mm, I don't know about unreliable narrator. I think he's luring him in. And once things really get going, I mean, everything is in alignment with what he's telling him. Once he un- once he um, fills him in on what the, the deal is and that this elder god is coming, like, when Wes keeps stalling, I mean, we literally see the elder god start to tear yeah. reality apart yeah. as it approaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the ending confirms... Yeah. To everything that like but, that ele- those elements were correct. To. So my question mostly for Shaggy. Hi. What are these specific deities in Lovecraftian mythos or Oh no. Okay, wait. We really okay. we were Hand we me my glasses. Now? Or are or are these just sort of vague allusions to Okay. The the elder gods. So, um, the I forget the name of the Lord. You look horrified. I'm sorry. <laughs> I brought this up. No, it's all right. So, um, the the elder god in this is called what? The one that births uh, Gotham Mother Isn't isn't that also its name? Did it did it have a name for the uh, for the, the the elder the creator of all things? At the it center didn't of the universe? give one. Of it did not give one. Anyway, in Lovecraftian mythos, its name is Azathoth. Mm-hmm. The idea is definitely that it's, didn't give that one. It's at the very center of the entire universe, and it in fact, dreams all reality. And one day, it will wake up, and it is surrounded continuously by other elder gods that play at flutes to keep it asleep and keep it dreaming. Every dream it has is a new reality and a new shape and a new world that keeps going on forever and ever in the multiverse. One day, it's just gonna wake up, and when that happens, all of reality ceases, and only Azathoth will be left. Although maybe not even he. That's the big red thing. Okay. Dope. Next up. There is no pure destroyer because they're all destroyers of a sort, right? Like Cthulhu is the cleric that brings about, the priest that brings about the raising of all the other elder gods. He shows up and he goes, okay, all right, everybody, time to rally. Like, all right, sleep it off. Come on, let's go. Wake it up, walk it off, walk it off. Um, there's a number of other ones that it might be. It might be yogg because it is the the... It is a destroyer. It is a continuous gibbering mass of flesh. It's a lot like what it looks like when you open the stall because the other ones all have a definitive form. Yogg-Sothoth is just a mass of writhing tentacles, mouths, and eyes. So that's a lot like what was in yeah. the stall. Pretty solid. Okay, so he might be like a Yogg-Sothoth variant. He mm-hmm. is very much a Yogg-Sothoth variant, and then his father is very much as Azathoth variant, which is what that whole bit is. In fact, this is ripped from that which is fine because that way you don't have to pay the Lovecraft estate because fuck that guy, um, but but the, mm-hmm. the but everything else I mean tracks and is great and I loved it and that's it and I took less than two minutes. That Lauren. was amazing. Good work. <laughs> Perfect I'm really job. proud of you. Um, so, I don't understand sarcasm. So, yes, you do. Get fuck out of here. But she's actually proud of you, though. I might, is yeah, the problem? I'm actually legitimately proud of you. <laughs> Not in a way that matters. So. <laughs> so Shaggy we know when this movie got Lauren on board oh, when yeah. did it get you on board 
Was um, it with the revelation that there was Lovecraftian yeah, it fuckery got him happening? on board way before me. Yeah, as soon as like, as soon as we saw the picture of the glory hole, mm-hmm. and it was like you were like, oh yeah, she's sitting on some skulls. I was already excited, and then the top half of her is this weird tentacle monster with a huge sphincter face with several eyes. And with, I was with like, like eyes for boobs. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. That's probably what it actually looks like. And we're done. Like I, that's I was I was I was bought in from then. J.K. Simmons is a woman with tentacle face. This is Resident Evil, except the weird dream that I have on Saturdays. Mike, what about you? When did when did? First of all, I assume since mm-hmm. you decided to come here for this, yeah, yeah, uh, that this movie did get you on board. At what point oh, did absolutely. you? At what point were you in? Um, I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's it's pretty close to the glory hole moment because like that image over that that's pretty cool. That's pretty like we're going interesting places, and then J.K. Simmons' voice coming out of that. Oh yeah, solidly on board. Like <laughs> and so polite. Yeah. So polite. Oh, yeah. Throughout the whole thing, and then and and that also makes it so much more terrifying when the voice does get. Um, you know, punishing mm, yeah. and become godlike Ooh, yeah. and do all that. It's like that's that's absolutely terrifying because otherwise the voice the entire time is just like, no, no, I'm here to be a friend. Like, <laughs> right? I, I'd love to do that, but well, I don't sadly, make we promises can't. that I can't keep. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> so good. Um, uh, it got me on board much earlier. Okay. okay. Way earlier, actually. Okay. Can Shaggy, do you have a guess? Is it the teddy bear? No. I have a guess. Mike, what's your guess? Because this was this was something that the first time I watched it was like, oh, okay, this is set up. And the second time I watched it was like, actually, what is that character's deal? Yeah. Um, And it's the woman who's at the truck stop. Sharon. Sharon, thank you. Um, Who's just like checking Wes out when he shows up seeing his frustration with the vending machine and then it's just like nah dude sometimes you just gotta figure out how things work like here you go sad guy and then walks away and looks down and notices this weird flower and just gets this smirk and it's like oh god what was her deal by the way i don't know she is a mystery to me yeah um but no it was actually even before that wow this is very on brand oh 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 the um the opening with the car driving across the glorious when they when they started playing bing crosby yes (laughs) makes sense i was like i was not expecting to hear Bing Crosby's dulcet tones. Yeah, the needle drop. Yeah, it, the hell that of was, needle drop. It reminded us of like funny games when the whole yeah, metal yeah. needle drop. It did. Yes. It, set, it was a very interesting needle drop. And I was like, that was the first time that, you know, I actually, I knew nothing about this movie going into it. Uh, I'd only seen the cover of him, like the poster of him holding the leg. And so I was like, okay. We'll, we'll see what this movie's about. There's right. sometimes a moment in a movie when, especially when I know nothing about it, where 
I just have this moment of being like, oh, okay, I'm in good hands. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's about to happen, but I know that they put some kind of thought into it. And yeah. that it it isn't just fucking around. Right. Um and that's when I was like, okay, I am I I think I'm going to be and the fact that the needle drop they picked was Bing Crosby, I was like, I'm going to be okay wherever this movie decides to take me. Uh dope. And then I had a similar moment or like a moment that reminded me that I'm in good hands when he's peeing. Ha! That's fantastic. And yeah. it keeps cutting back and forth between like him peeing and he's like, are you done? Yeah. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, that was like, really good. I am that telling was you pretty the story funny. of creation and the universe, the secret, the most secret of secrets. And you got to take a leak, my guy. Is that really what's <laughs> happening right now? Yeah, it was. It was like the ice machine playing with us with the peeing. It was. Yeah. It was very or, much like. There's that, and then finally, and and this is when he started trying to stab himself. He's like getting, gearing up and gearing oh, up and gearing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the entire time I'm like, that's not where the liver is. Mm-hmm. That's not where the liver is. Yeah, yeah Shaggy was getting really nervous. Up. This is some bullshit. Are you about to fuck this up? It's on the other and side. And then once. he says, it's on the other side. I was like, let's go. <laughs> For all the non-psychopaths at home that don't know how to cut their own liver out. Yeah, Shaggy was getting really nervous about it that's oh, the no. wrong place it's a triangle um, only a third of it is actually below the rib you can only get so much out i learned so much about the liver um, <laughs> i don't know why this isn't it's public knowledge everyone knows where it is it's just weird I that have, i know i have no idea where my liver is it's on the right side it's in a triangle formation i have a hard time only remembering like, what side the appendix is on not mm-hmm. even 30 percent is poking below the rib you can't get to the full liver because you need it to live so it's behind your ribs nice but a little bit's poking below there were so many moments of gold in this movie, and I yeah. liked all of it, all the things that we mentioned. Um, but then I also felt like for how for how tight it was, for how short it was, there still were elements that I felt were unnecessary, mm. and that it dragged a little bit. And there were th- there were some things that I wish that they had expounded on. Like I wish that okay, Sharon for one, Sharon mm-hmm. for one, but the also what the fuck was up with that? Did the did the reveal of him being a serial killer get you? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. it did. Me it, too. It did. The uh, and a part of me is mad about that. Well, not in like yeah. So there was there were. It did get me that he re, he was a serial killer. It was one of those. Uh, it was one of those moments where I got it before the actual reveal, but when the movie wanted me to. Like the we've talked about this before. It was it was right before you saw the photos when she opens up the box. Okay. Oh, I was like, that's those aren't photos of his old girlfriends. At least that's not why they're about to break up. Right. This, This I was like, there's, but I knew something had happened to her, and I don't know when I picked up on that. I thought maybe maybe it was after his story about how his mom killed herself okay. that maybe she had killed herself because okay. of something mm-hmm. that he did. So you knew that it was more than a breakup. You knew I that knew she that was it was dead. more than a breakup. So I was like, I feel like they were like breadcrumbing me, like these little okay. these little scraps that they were feeding me, leading me along. Uh, and I got it before the actual reveal, but I feel like right when the movie was comfortable with me, okay, getting it, and I like those kind of. I like those kind of moments when you get to have the 
wait and mm-hmm. then it i hits usually you. do too but i think i wanted a little more breadcrumbs but maybe i'm just okay so my my thought is and i wanted to go back and watch it again because mm. totally do um well not the whole thing but this one specific scene i do want to go back and watch the whole thing but in this moment like to have stuff to talk about i wanted to go back and watch the specific scene but i couldn't find it because it's so fast and so short um but i wish i had I feel like there was something to be gathered in the party scene where mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you're a stalker. He was, or he or was like, scoping out his next victim. Yeah. Right. And she accidentally Picked made it her. It. Mm-hmm. Oh, she accidentally made it her. Okay. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So she was like, no, that's out of your league, pal. I'm in your league. You look like a guy who wants to settle down. And he's like, okay, sure. I'll play this game. Sure. But then he fucked up and actually did right. fall in love with her. But then he had to kill her anyway because she found because out. Because she found secret. out. Okay. See, right. And I feel like there was more to gather. I wanted mm-hmm. to go back and watch that again after, but I couldn't find it because it was so short. And I guess I just wished that they had, I don't know, but I, I guess I can see why they didn't want to because you don't want to give it away, but... I just wish that there had been more. Give it away, give it away, give it away. I wish that there had been more backstory in that regard if there was a way instead of. I don't know. Like, I thought the whole thing with Gary coming in was kind of stupid. Oh, yeah. It was stupid, but it was honestly worth it to me Mm -hmm. for when he uh, is trying to break down the door with his leg and he yells, Let's go, Gary. Let's go, Gary. I died. Like, that was hilarious. Like, let's go, Gary! Thump! Like, it was, like, that is the whole reason to have the Gary subplot. And also, Mike, I'm sorry, you've been trying to say something, but I also just want to throw this grenade in and then close the door and then leave. Uh, Much like Gary. I don't, yeah, just like Gary. Uh, Gary is Gary's the only moment, really, where this bordered on a horror movie for me. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Other than other than Gary getting evaporated, there was very little in this movie that I thought even like hoved close to the line for horror. Hmm. hmm. Okay. That's that's a question from Bug. I'm gonna let you go first. I'm sorry, Mike. You've been trying to say some shit. Go. Oh yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> it's just um, I think it's um, to what Lauren was saying. Uh, I I'd be very interested to see what you think after you do, and you should rewatch it because. Yeah. I think actually some of what you're feeling on that rewatch will get like pieced together and kind of okay. coded because I just I don't know how else to say it, but like I I definitely wasn't on to it um, when this happened. But when he calls her and leaves the voicemail towards the very beginning, mm-hmm. I was like, that's weird. There's something about that that's weird. When you watch it in context of having seen the film, it's like. Oh yeah, dude's dude's doing a thing. Where he's, I just wanted to hear your voice again, is what he says. Because mm-hmm. you can't. That's the only way he can hear her voice again is on that answering okay. machine. Um, and the party thing does play out totally differently when you know what's right. going on. Right. Um, and to let you know where that happens, it's when he's realized that he can't leave this space. He's tried crawling through like the vent. I love and that part too. Come back into the same space. Okay. And then what he does is he tries to escape into his memories of her as okay. the safe space. And Gathanawa 
is just like, nope, nope, you don't get to hide in your memories. In fact, hide in your memories, I'll take them away from you, okay? Mm. So you got to be here and you got to be present. Okay. You can't play this fucked up game you've been playing your whole life acting like you're the victim and you are not at all the victim. How dope would that be? Hiding in your memories? memories? No, the ability to just like... Take someone's memories? No, the ability to absolutely have nothing but the present moment. Oh, sure. That would be like heaven for me, I think. Man, that would suck. Yeah. Man, we're different. We're very different. No, this this did oddly remind me a lot of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I can see that. It's got strong vibes. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh I loved that. I loved I loved him trying to escape through the vent and coming back up. Also into the room. Uh sorry, also early point super like if i wasn't in already i'm in now but i was already in um when he thinks he's out in the car with brenda who can't possibly be there and then she goes all cthulhu Uh i told you not to look in the glory hole tentacles coming out of the eyes mouth expanding it's just yeah i think if i had known i also want to say i think if i had known that there wasn't going to be some weird rapey thing in this from the get-go, I think I would have been on board from the peeing sequence. From jump. Mm-hmm. I think I would have been on board much There's earlier. There's no cynical going in my butt. I'm on board. Yeah, because I was like, because the whole time, up, uh, seriously, guys, the whole time up until that point, I'm like, I want I want to like this movie. I want to like this movie, but I don't know where it's going, and I don't know if I'm going to like it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to like where it goes. Why the liver? Hmm. Um, well, is there a reason for that that's like... I don't know. So you can't live without it, but you can live with just a little bit of it. Yeah, which they bring up, and I right. think yeah, that's definitely used as a selling point of like, dude, I don't need the whole thing. Right, you're not I gonna think, die. But then again, this oh, dude but then has. He does, and that's so good. Like, yeah. I don't oh, yeah. know that there's a point he's ever truly lied to him. There's a number of times where Gathanadawa was just like, um was just honestly like earnestly open and honest with this guy the entire time and never outright lied but there were some omissions Mm. in there and that's the part that bugs me because if he is a slow deceiver if he's just a little bit deceptive then cut yourself open and let me pry my tentacles in there from an unknown place with bacteria you do not know in a bathroom stall in completely unclean conditions you're going to get an infection you're going to die of sepsis like you're, mm-hmm. you're going to die yeah. no one cuts out their own liver in a bathroom stall and then makes it so like so I mean like maybe that's what it is period but if not then why the liver if he could have made it if he might have been okay because at the end he says no you'll die and you'll be forgotten and that's what we deserve to both be forgotten goodbye I'm going to mm-hmm. go back to the ether now I think that Mike is right. I think that there is a slow deceptiveness to him. I think that's what I think. Yeah, that's it. I think that's. Why I think it's one of those things where the best, the best villains are the ones that tell you the truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Those are the good ones where it's just like, no, I don't have to lie to you. That's why right. it's so great to be me. Just like because I can just tell you the truth. Yeah. and get my way anyway. Yes, right. just like. Walking Phoenix in the best movie ever, Joker. Oh, Ugh. Jesus. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I don't know if we're in last call, but I got to. I think we can be. So, we <laughs> What's saw. What's your next last call? We saw Sylvia Grace Krim in 
Red versus Blue, the movie that the I picked hunt. for my birthday, The Hunt. She was in the hunt. Yes. Right? <laughs> uh, Briefly, she was, right? She was dead sexy. Dead yeah. Sexy. yeah. She was dead sexy. She was I dead. discovered that, Shaggy, taking my shit. I'm sorry, I'm just going through. No, I wouldn't have I brought mean, it up. I mean, she is dead sexy also. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Tordy Clark, who played Homeless Sharon. I don't know if she's actually homeless. She just has a lot of homeless stuff. Um, this is, a, a, she doesn't do a lot. She's done some stuff for Amazon Prime. She's done, she was on The First Lady, the season. She's on she's a Bad Candy, which is a terrible movie. Like, she's on a lot of horror movies. A lot of these people just really do horror movies, right? Um, and then this is also the director's first shot. Not first shot, she's done other things. Yeah, but she no, no, also she mainly does horror movies, Rebecca McKendry. Like, a lot of horror directing. She also had some, like, very um, cameo role in... Tales from Halloween, I think, Ooh. or Tales of Halloween, um, which is a like an anthology horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a piece about kids that come and attack these people who are just kind of like hanging out, partying, drinking, smoking dope. Um, and you're like, why are these kids killing these people? And then it turns out those people killed a kid who oh. was their friend. Um, but she's just credited as like, somebody's mom so I don't think I think she's in a flashback or something gotcha the writers on this bad boy Joshua Hull and Todd Rigney like you get Joshua Hull gets top credit but Rebecca's husband Mm -hmm. David Ian McKendry helped write this so this Mm -hmm. is another what's the dude that did The Haunting of Bly Manor and fucking uh, Creep and Mike Flanagan Mike Flanagan and his wife Molly O'Shea it's Kate Siegel Kate Siegel. Kate Siegel. Not, That's right. not with, even close. Not to be confused to anything with Katie Seagal. <laughs> I knew it was Kate. I I'll just remember. remember Kate Siegel does horror Aikido, much like her father, Steven Siegel. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> what what you just said. That I agree. Jonathan Livingston Siegel. Jonathan <laughs> Livingston Katie Siegel. <laughs> Friend of Chillian Murphy. <laughs> Um, that's. I just wanted to make sure that we said everybody's names. Oh, good. I'm glad. That's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, no. I, I plus, really plus one to the uh, to the women directing horror. Yeah. yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. that's two yeah. women yeah. horror. We did at Love least it. two. And this, it was. This, I, this movie was well directed. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was well written. Well, no. So. But this movie was well directed. I love the writing because I love the the count of the bacteria. Would you like me to name them? Yeah. That uh, was like alphabetically or in chronological order. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this gave me so such... maybe, and then like halfway through, I was like, okay, maybe I don't hate the writing. I think I, maybe I just hate the it acting. It is good writing. I did hate the acting. I know we're not at reviews, really? but holy shit! Like, um, wow, J.K. Simmons? No, not okay. J.K. No, Simmons is fine. Yeah. Eye candy is like what's Wes. going Ryan, on Quentin. here? Quentin. You know what I'll say about that though? Again, this is all rewatch knowledge. I know I'm dropping like, well, have you seen the movie twice? Um, <laughs> I still believe no, you for Snow Hollow. But this is good. honestly, when you when you have when you go back and watch it again, I think it even makes that better because you're just like, he's a dude is just a like, yeah, he's a sociopath. He's a giant douche who's just in his own head about like, I'm fine. It's the world that's wrong. Like, yeah, okay. Um, and he because he believes the whole diatribe when. My father had a black belt in that Ex- shit. Exactly. is a great line. It is. It is a solid line. And, and he goes through the whole thing. And it's like, yeah, that had to be like very terrible and traumatic for you to grow up with. And no question that contributed to 
you turning out. But you know what? Other people also go through that and worse and don't turn out to be monsters who murder other humans. Right. Like, you have made choices and you just lie to yourself about that. Those are my two last calls. I'm sorry. Those are my two. Okay, I've got two more. Sorry, I don't mean sorry. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Those are my two last calls. One, it was interesting to me, psychologically, how quickly I was able to jump from he obviously did something to break up with her and is probably cheating. That's probably what's in the box, right? To, oh, he just murdered all those other girls and that's just as bad. That was weird for me. Just as bad? That's just as bad. Huh. That was weird. I was that's like, yeah, weird. no, murdering not, those women's just worse. as bad as cheating. Kind of worse. That yeah. makes me feel real weird. Yeah, that should. I think it's because, worse. Because like, it makes it me really like put cheating on definitely a pedestal. Yeah. <laughs> Which feels weird. Cheating's oh. just like murder. No. Nope. Like, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. But it feels weird. It's it's weird for me to figure that that's where I rank my priorities of badness. Hmm. I thought that was strange. I thought that was personally weird. I also feel a lot more comfortable with killing now. Secondly. <laughs> secondly. What was weird to me is that I need your liver. I want to go back to what you said. Yeah. I need your liver. Maybe I don't need your liver. Maybe I just need you to sacrifice yourself willingly and run the risk of dying so that you will, in fact, die. Why him? Did he? Why him? Mm. That's my last call. Mm-hmm. We have a monster that's possible, a monster whose entire purpose is to destroy all that is, all life, because its father made him to do so because it hates all life, because originally there was no life and it was very great for him. He was just like, wait, no more noise. It feels fantastic. And then cut. Man, I felt that. Whoo, buddy. Just like, Azathoth? give me that silence. Just Liam Azathoth. Oh, my say. God. Give me the nothing. <laughs> I was re- I was like, no, I get it. Um, I really get it. <laughs> never ending story. Um, but the nothing. So, basically, we have a creature that's made specifically to kill, who has had a existential I don't think you can do anything else uh, there's no other feelings as an elder god other than existential he has an existential thought of you know what life's not that bad I don't think life should die and my purpose is to do it so I need to not do life I think that his purpose and this is my last call its purpose is every once in a while when it feels itself about to corporealize and to destroy all life it needs something just like it to sacrifice itself oh. for the greater good. I don't think it's that That's it's good. liver. I think it's that it's his liver. I think that it's a person that murders others and destroys oh, okay. other things, sacrificing itself, which gives this thing the animus to go, all right, something that's just like me sacrificed itself for the world. I shall do the same and take myself out of the narrative. Back into the ether, goodbye. Interesting. That, that tracks because, I mean, it does have to be Wes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it couldn't be Gary. Could not. It has to be. Ga- it has, has to be, to be West. West. Yeah, because Gary's just so. doing a job. Is it? Is it? Is it something that? <sighs> Try to get all deep at the end. No, no is it good. really? Is it something that he orchestrated because he? Is it a need or is it a want? Does he want it to be somebody who deserves it? We won't know that. We won't know that. But we will know. Because if it's a if it's a want, then it could be anyone, and he chooses not to destroy the world. Right. He wants like he wants it to be Wes. Right. Mm-hmm. I think because maybe Wes that's, deserves because, it. Because again, if it's a deceiver, we can't trust whether or not it does or does not want to destroy all life. So if there is a sentient life form that is just like him, that's willing to kill itself for others, 
but doesn't have the concepts of immortality or sentience outside of the reality or timeline or time-space continuum, if it's willing to literally kill itself forever, unlike him who can't die, to save others, then it says, okay, life is worth saving because even the worst life that destroys itself is self-aware enough to realize that all life should continue to live. So if that's the case of these lower life forms, then therefore that knowledge and wisdom must also be true of me. As above, so below. All right. My last call Sorry. is a lot more shallow. Also a solid horror movie, just saying. Oh, mine's right. super yeah, shallow. Mine's super shallow. Sorry. I, I, the alcohol I really, kicked in, folks. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I really like that... I mean, I like that Brenda wasn't super hot. Brenda was super hot. Yeah, well, no, she's... Okay. I found her very good looking, very attractive, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. she was no. not supermodel she's hot. She's not. She she's was a, not. Um, yeah, no. She she's didn't not, look like a movie star. She looked yeah, like a person. That's a Pittsburgh yeah. nine. And I and I liked. I mean, she is a nine, but she's yeah. not she's commercially not like, hot. Yeah, Anya she's Taylor not your like exactly. It's she's they a didn't Hollywood go try to get six. likes. Mm-hmm. She's a Pittsburgh ten, nine or ten. So, but that also made me feel a little weird when he killed her. Well, yeah. Is that uh, is that weird? Like, I was like, oh, that's nice that, like, the girl that he can't get over isn't, like, a supermodel. She's just, like, a regular-ass beautiful person. Right. Right. But then it was like... I know why. I don't know why it felt weird that I was like, I do. oh, but he's just going to kill her. I like, do know. Why? I know why you feel weird. Why do I feel Ridiculously weird? Ridiculously good-looking people aren't real. In your mind. How many... How many... I mean, let's... let's not to get weird, not to label... But if we are going to do the label, which I've already fucking done, so it's too late. If we're going to label people geographically on a one to ten basis, like a Hollywood five, like fuck, Paul Giamatti is a ten, but in Hollywood it's like ah, he's five, he's four, right? So like, what I'm saying is, like in Pittsburgh, you'd be like pull with him. What I'm saying is, is I don't know that that's true. I think Paul Giamatti is Paul Giamatti wherever he goes. Yeah, that's what I. Okay, so let's talk about that. Who's like a Hollywood ten? Who's like a fucking dime piece? That's like wow, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's also undead, so this is a little. Late. Okay, so yeah, all right. That's what I. But that's the point. Paul Rudd is a ten, but also we believe him. Ryan to be, Reynolds is a is a. Oh Hollywood yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ridiculously good looking that they these, look like a fake person. They look like a fake person. You can be so attractive that it's like you're not a real person. So when they die on screen, you're like, it's okay. It's he wasn't real. It wasn't like a person, person. And mm, then someone average looking okay, dies. Okay, I see where you're going. Now. Someone average looking dies. Or someone slightly better looking than average dies, and you're like, "Oh fuck, they're killing the real ones now! Like they're killing the ones that look like well, me." And I think it might have had something to do with the fact that it's like it was like he fell in love with her by accident, right? Whoops. But she wasn't the one that he wanted. He wanted the hot girl on the other side of the party. He wanted to kill. That's the hot where he was girl. like, "Ooh, I can. I'd really like to kill that one." Stop and then blah, she blah. shows up, and he's like, eh, "You'll do." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Something about yeah. that feels icky. Feels weird, yeah." Mm-hmm. And I don't like it, which is which sucks because at first I was like, "I love that a non Hollywood ten yeah. is the one that he can't get over, just a regular ass beautiful person, right?" You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And I don't know why I keep saying Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh's the best. Yeah, right? Well, Pittsburgh? I, yeah. Pittsburgh is a standard of reality. All right. People in Pittsburgh look like normal people. All right. Paris of the Appalachians. The Paris of the Appalachians. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Paris of the Appalachians. Well, it was also described as hell with the lid off. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also. It can right. be both All things. Right. I'm gonna go into my last call. We're allowed to say that we're from here. I have two. They'll be really, they'll be really short because Shaggy took mine. I didn't mean to. With Brenda being from the Hunt, so I'm gonna take his and being like, she also looks like Carol King's daughter. She does. She, does. she so does. So, um, Shaggy said it first, though, so that's technically yeah. yours. I can't but believe I, you were going to go with the other too. one, which is the buttholes. The buttholes? Oh, the buttholes! The buttholes. Oh, I wasn't goodness. even going to be what one buttholes? of my... I thought, I thought Cthulhu looked like a butthole. Yogg-Sothoth, please. Excuse me, Gathanatha one. I thought his he he had it, what when he opened the I stall. I thought buttholes abounded. Yes, mm, like, like he was constructed of buttholes. Like not just buttholes, but like because going with the whole theme of like I thought I thought we were going to be doing butts in this movie. Like going going with that, that would have been an interesting movie. Like I thought like I thought the eye at the beginning was a butthole. Yes, I I just had buttholes. No, on the there brain. is a lot of buttholes. I just had yeah. buttholes on the brain. There is a lot of anal. But when he imagery. opened up the door and like the very center, because Shaggy, I had to, we had to pause this and I had to show Shaggy the butthole because Shaggy I didn't see the thought butthole. I was like, there no. was like something on the side that was like there's a huge a gaping maw like, filled with teeth on the left hand side like fu- of this a fucking monster. Muppet so it was like an like, asshole with teeth. No, no that was what maw. he thought was the butthole on I the was left, talking no. about. He, she said butthole. I saw gaping maw, and I was like, I don't think that's what a that butthole That wasn't the butthole, like. though. Like, right in the center. You if you go, back to you like, we watched it on the TV. Maw. That's why that's I'm pointing at it. Winking butthole. ruby starfruit. Yes, yes. <laughs> it just it was just right there. It was its little, little right. and it's all its puckered glory. She and had so, to go back, because you want tight butthole. You do not want what I saw. You want If you got a things will just fall out of there. That's last call number two, and last call number three one of the things that I found least believable in this movie, and I don't know if that... What? That I don't... Least believable in this movie. No, I know. This entire movie. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. And I don't know if this speaks to my standards of cleanliness, but that bathroom floor was way too clean. Sure. Like... I was going to ask, that was which, is, way too which clean. is the dirtier bathroom? This or the saw bathroom? Saw bathroom. The saw bathroom, 100%. Yeah. But this one, like, I felt like they did everything but the floor, and I couldn't figure out why. Yeah. Like, I figured... probably like, somebody comes in and mops. Have you the ever stalls, been... The, the stalls were dirty as fuck. Like, the walls were super dirty. The walls where they meet the floors were super dirty, but the... The floors itself, it was almost like they chose this, this like pattern that they were like, oh, well, it's just going to look I, dirty. I and believe, I was like, that does not fucking look dirty. I believe that this movie was filmed in Georgia. And as a Southerner, I can tell you that what they cleans the floor because that's all anybody looks at. They don't clean the walls. They don't clean none of that. So I believe that that floor is mm. at least partially clean and mm. they don't do sh- okay. fuck else. That's that's just what I believe, but that's just me. All righty. But those are my last calls. calls. Mike. Sure. Um, I mean... What's that? God damn, that was a good pop. It was, it was a solid pop. Fuck. I just reached up and snatched yeah, all dude, the things. Feels on the, good. No, it was great. Um, yeah, no. Um, so we kind of covered already. I, I, still, I still really want to know... What homeless Sharon's deal is? I don't think. Or the I, weird gooey plant. What I, the fuck was up with that? Well, right, and and so they're they're little keynotes that I'm like, so door open for a sequel, and I don't want a sequel to this. No, I really like it, just on yeah. its own. Mm-hmm. Um, Glorious too, the cocktail. Yeah, no, because I definitely don't want Wes back. Um, right. No, it's got to be a new serial killer. Well, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's dead. 
Um, but then, yeah, I don't know. There's too many complex things. Like, oh, so it's another time that the world kill is coming, like, every three years. Um, you can set your watch to it. Um, <laughs> right? Like, oh, Pennywise yeah, the glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, then I want animated, you know, like, oh, he's waking up. No, yeah, too much, too much. Um, so, I mean, in short, I feel like we covered a lot of things that I would have had. And, and the only thing I guess I have left to say is, like, as um, well done and, and tightly done as this movie is, the, my God, like, the last... 20 to 30 minutes of this movie are just almost perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like um super good. Everything that's done when he when he finally does successfully look into the glory hole and sees the like butthole starfish. Yeah. Butthole. Fleshy biotic. Yeah, like it's just it's visceral. It's it's a perfect gateway into everything that's about to happen and I mean the reveal and and the giant teddy bear that terrifies that was him. That dope. Um, and then just... In the liminal space? The crushing... Yeah, in the yeah, liminal space. Oh, God. The crushing confirmation, which I actually had to talk to my friend about this, um, and was like, yeah, because he killed Brenda. And she was like, no. And I was like, yeah, he killed Brenda. Like, how, you see... How do you miss that? They just... Yeah. Um, Sorry, I don't mean to be... No, like, no, 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 we're not disparaging your friend, but, but like, like, no, he yeah. totally killed yeah, Brenda. That's yeah, that's a... Um, and, uh, and then all of the hands, like all of the mm. women's hands coming. And that was dope. Getting the liver out. Getting together. the liver, the tentacle. It's just like, it's real, but here's what he's experiencing. So it's ritualistic. Like, that's what mm. I want to... Okay, so can, can, I, can I ask you a few yeah. questions about that? So like, is this dude serial killer Jesus? Uh, because what? he did, in fact, sacrifice himself for all humanity. No, yeah, no, that's not but a thing. that's no. literally what happens. Yeah, but, that's not a thing. But though. Jesus gets that's remembered. <laughs> this guy gets forgotten. Jesus brings like creation. This guy brings destruction. He does. So he's it's the concept Jesus? of the scourge. Yeah, the scourge it is the opposite is, of the is, saint, which yeah. is the the scourge does God's work and is damned in the process. Mm-hmm. The saint does God's work and is saved in the process. Yeah. Let's hear it for Doctor Bethany Senate. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry, that's the person that taught me and Liam that thing. Um, but <laughs> but is the scourge was Richard the Third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like this dude, like is almost. Lauren's no. gonna hate and see. No, she's I'm, I'm mad. hating it. He's, I'm already mad. She's like a holy person. No, he's he not. Stop no, it. He's, he does give of himself. He no, sacrifices no, he himself. Doesn't. No, because he doesn't, he doesn't know that that's what he's doing. He's, he's literally cutting out his own liver. But he he's thinks he's gonna live. He no, thinks he's gonna live. Right. The only reason Jesus knew he was gonna live. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, actually, no, no. That part True. actually backs up what why it's not the same. Ooh. That part backs up why it's not the same, because so first of all, uh, okay, let's I'm actually. I'm so glad Mike's here. Let's dodge the very, <laughs> very loaded theological question of whether or not Jesus knew he was going to live and where uh, mortality begins and ends and divinity begins. Let's just dodge that for a second. Sure. And let's go with this. Why did Wes do what he did? Did he do it to actually save anyone? Jesus nope. knew that he had to do this to bring redemption. Um, and uh, just a quick 
hat tip to Liam, the Jesus that didn't exist. Um, thank you. But, God. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you. I'm but biting sorry. my tongue. I'm behaving myself. The, I can thank feel you, Mike. you soaking the, in your nihilism. I, the, I just I'm felt not the sulking, nihilism. I was just no. biting my tongue. The motivation behind literary figure Jesus in this in this mm-hmm. comparison sure. is that literary figure Jesus does this because he knows he must because it involves the salvation and redemption of all humanity. Uh, Wes, fictional character also, um, does this not at all to save the universe or anything. He just says that to himself after he does it. He's like, look what I did. I saved the world. And Gotham Novel is like, no, you didn't. No. No, you'll be forgotten, just like me, because you're just a destroyer. I'm a hero now. And you only did it to try to save yourself. To get out of the Which was the one thing you could never do. Yeah. To save yourself. Right. Yeah, he didn't give a shit. Talking about, I gotta pee. I gotta be so bad. It was so uh, many good conversations. No. Oh my okay. God, Shaggy. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Who's gonna scream right? Saving himself. <laughs> okay, so let's go into ratings, Shaggy. We're gonna start ratings while you do that. Who wants? I hope to- we can hear you pee on the mic. Who oh, wants- is this? Do we just need to pause every so often, just like off another one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to? go I'll first? go first. Okay. I'm going to give this a 4.25. Yeah, 4.25. This movie is... Is it for serial killer it Jesus? It is better than... It is better than better than good. If that makes sense. Yes. But I do... It, it's... It's going to sound weird. It's not a horror movie. Okay. Mm. I don't think it's a horror movie. Mm. I don't think it's a horror movie by our standards. Slam bad. Yeah, Frankenstein has something to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I know Shaggy's gonna gonna go through the list on his on his uh, his review. But Solomon Grundy go uh, through the list. <laughs> uh, Solomon so, Grundy want pants too. Yeah. No. I think it's. I think it's a. a <laughs> A fabulous, one might even say glorious film. Uh, it is hilarious. Uh, if it if it weren't also obviously made for so many other people, I would think that it was made just for me. Hmm. Um, hmm. Like it feels like something that was like I don't know it. It hits a lot of my buttons in a good way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Let's go. Um, is it the butthole button? Does it hit that one? It, it hits the butthole. That's it hits the nipples. The you also still get some noise when he enters the glory hole. Yeah, like not J.K. Simmons' noise, but you get some noise. I do. I do miss. I do miss not knowing what J.K. Simmons giving a sloppy blowjob sounds like. Uh, maybe one day. I hope you get that. I hope I get that too. Uh, but so yeah, good. no, this is a so really, really, really fucked up but good movie. Uh, I wonder if J.K. Simmons does cameos. We could maybe get that for your birthday. Yo, J.K., it's your boy, Shaxx. <laughs> Wants to come on down to the Fright Pub at FrightPub.com. And, you don't uh, even need up. to. No, yeah, it's no, just, that, just that a cameo. cameo. We just, yeah. just cameo. Like cameo. If you literally just send us an audio of someone, of anyone doing the noise, we'll just pretend it's you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so 4.25. I liked it. Dope. Excellent. Do you want to go? You want me to go? I'm going to go through the list if I go. What? Solomon Grundy goes through the horror list now. Oh, go ahead. Uh, So here's the deal. Uh, One, were you ever scared for the safety of the lead character? Yeah. No. Yes. (sighs) 
that's so, a okay, really hard you question when no that's a really hard question when this when the main character is a garbage person let's mm-hmm. get like you know what let's get but the other three out of the I way I guess yes because I have to come back yeah it's a it's a difficult but yeah like so are are you concerned for their safety in theory sure except for that they're a I garbage person I don't care am I concerned like, for yeah. them or am I afraid for them like so this question now do has I think to be they're gonna up. die I, this okay, question yes. I, honestly this movie is what kind of finally brings me to the separation of church and state with this question because the I mean the other ones are easy elements of the grotesque check yeah yes. we, there, either there are or there aren't it's pretty black and white and there's a lot right. of different elements you could have right like, but honestly it didn't get there for me until he until he broke Gary right sure um, and God then I don't know when it sort of started Gary. to push through the glory hole like I was like oh god right that was kind of gross but uh, uh, was this intended Liam's rule was this intended to be a horror movie well that's kind of up to the audience member a bit it's like quality and quality it was intended to be a horror movie actually because yeah. well was it intended to scare you like well was the audience intended to be scared I just know that I read something about part of the inspiration and I meant to say this when we were talking way early about this but part of the inspiration for the film was to take a place that was just universally gross that's this okay and then layer it in a like new and different kind of horror what's grosser than gross like a new and different kind of scary the glory hole that's worse yeah okay that makes sense to find at the truck stop bathroom and who's going around drilling holes in truck stop bathroom anyway um (laughs) they got guys just you know they got guys they they gotta have glory hole 576 union proud um (laughs) but (laughs) okay so uh grotesque was it intended right um uh, did you ever were you ever afraid for the safety of the main character and then what was the th- oh god fourth fuck um, are they motivated by fear are they motivated by fear yeah so are He's they motivated by fear solely motivated if by they're fear. not motivated yes. by fear it's an action adventure if they are motivated by fear but you're not necessarily scared for the lead character it's a thriller right like they like you think you know they're gonna make it but so you're like oh god they're gonna get them but yeah and that's so different what, because, right so yeah. what is it and this is the this is the crux of my and I'm sorry this is kind of a last call fucking again with the ratings what is it when you have a movie that has elements of the grotesque that's intended to scare you, that uh, that the lead character is primarily motivated by fear, but you don't give a fuck if they die? I mean, I don't think I think is that, that that's still porn? a horror movie. No, I think no. it's still a horror movie. I think it's just a horror movie with an unredeemable main character. But there's got to be because that's not horror. I also am not one hundred percent convinced you're no that longer... he's primarily motivated by fear. Like, why does why why does me okay. caring about the main character why why is that what makes it horror? Okay, sure. I, that let's, doesn't let's, make any sense. Let's to compare me. this as we brought up Jesus earlier. Let's compare this. To I Passion. care about Jesus. Fair enough. Let's compare this to Passion of the Christ. Let's oh compare this because the, the horror story. movie. Granted, okay, yeah. yeah, okay, but let's talk about it. Um. I don't care. I'm not scared for what happens to Jesus because oh, I know right. that Jesus you gonna should, make Dick. it. <laughs> Jesus gonna make it. Like it sucks what goes through him, and this, and I don't want this to happen to him. It's you terrible. Say, it sucks what goes through him. Yeah, all that sucks. <laughs> it's real bad. Nobody here. Nobody here is saying that they're not sorry. Jesus went through it, bro. Everybody's for like, wow. I wish it didn't happen to the guy. What I'm saying is, is that I'm okay. Because he's okay. In fact, he's way better. He's now back. What's good? 
<laughs> Same thing with this dude, except reverse. I don't care what happens to I serial don't killer. I like man. that we're comparing this guy to Jesus. Yeah, he's I don't like, like he's, putting he's, a really bad taste in my mouth. If, you, if Jesus was a tarot card, we would literally just be flipping it upside down with this dude. He is a serial killer. He's a destroyer of things. He only cares about himself and no one else. There's not a self. There's all selfish bones, no selflessness whatsoever. And yet he still dies. Lauren, just call everyone. him the Antichrist and he'll be fine. I mean, okay. it's the same thing. The it is, in fact, so the same thing. He's the Antichrist. He's a serial killer that saves the world, but does it for completely selfish reasons. Um, and unintentionally, too. Like an absolute idiot. Mm-hmm. And the thing here is, is that, like, you don't give a fuck about this guy whatsoever. And you don't care what happens to him. I don't care. I didn't care through the whole movie. But what is it? It's literally just, I think, the weird version of horror, which is torture porn. But I still cared about mm-hmm. all the people in Saw. I cared about Carrie Elways. There's got to be a new genre of film that is not thriller, not yeah. horror action, not horror, but something adjacent. Because where I it's just intended, thought this was hilarious. It's intended yeah. to scare yeah. you. And I think it's because it can be at a hodgepodge of all these things. <coughs> but it's intended to scare you. But you don't give a fuck what happens. It might be camp. Well, Maybe no, it's just because, camp. No, it's no, camp. no, though. I don't want to discredit this movie and say it's not a horror just because I think it's more they chose to make... I think it defies the genre. They chose to make the main character someone with no redeemable qualities. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to disparage that. Like, I think that that's still... I think it's still totally credible and I think it's still a horror movie. That it elevates it, I think. Yeah. That he's a serial killer at the end. But and that's part of my rating. I think that I'm going to give this movie a five. Wow! I would want everyone to watch this movie. Okay. I would want. E- uh, He's going to go home and show it to his son. I would. No, yeah. it's not <laughs> terrible. In <laughs> ten, twelve years. What, sure. Yeah, a long time ago. Like we're just now watching Corpse Bride. Uh, but like we, the the thing is like, it's good writing great writing and the more and more I talk about it and the more and more I think about it the more it operates on so many different levels that are so great um, the the depth of the truck stop glory hole bathroom movie mm-hmm. is surprising and alarming like wow uh, the directing was fantastic because they knew when to pull you back and when to draw you in they knew when Okay, this is how many gallons of blood are in a person, and this is what that looks like in mist format. This is mm-hmm. like it, it. This is I take the memories away. You can't hide in the physical world. You can't hide in the mental world. You are gonna experience terrible, horrible terror, and also glee. You're gonna be on the side of the killer. You gotta be on the side of the monster. You're gonna be on the side of who is the monster. You don't really know. We go through different questionings throughout the entire thing. The acting, while bad, in my personal opinion, really is just me being jealous. I, I like I like this movie so much I want to be in it. I love the directing, I love the writing, I love the acting, I love the cinematography. I love that there are so many illusions of so many other different movies like Funny Games with the mic drop, the liminal spaces like Insidious, which needle drop. James Wan, sorry, needle drop. Uh, uh, the the liminal spaces like Insidious, but that also was a call from other different places. Um, the general Lovecraftian nod while also excluding Lovecraft entirely so that you don't have to take his fucking baggage with you. (laughs) I loved it so much that I have to give it a five. Cool. Juice. Awesome. I'll go next. Um, I'm going to give this movie a four. I really liked it as well. Um, But there were... um, I'm going to go four and a half. I'm going to go four and a half. Sorry. Um, I am going to go four and a half because I realized one of the reasons that I um, would give it a four. I trust you, Mike. 
Thank you. <laughs> and I'm gonna watch this again, and I think it's. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna feel the same way. Um, one of the reasons I was gonna give it a four was for the acting, but I think you're probably right. Where if we go into it knowing where we end up, um, it's not as bad as it necessarily seems on the surface at the beginning. Um, so, but I'm gonna go four and a half because I feel like I. I and this is totally subjective. These reviews always are. Um, but I just, I feel like I wish that they would have focused, I wish there would have been more nods to the backstory with uh, Wes and Brenda. And I do feel like there were, for as short as this movie was, I feel like there were some elements that weren't necessary. So I might feel differently about that on a rewatch as well. But for now, for the first time watching, I'm going to go four and a half. Totally fair. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm also going a four and a half. Um, it's great. Um, I've watched it twice, and I'll almost certainly watch it again, probably before October's out, honestly. Because <laughs> um, got to get them them horror watches in while, while tis the season. Um, <laughs> even though there's so many other things to watch or rewatch. But, um, yeah, I mean, the acting... Uh, agreed, and I, yeah, I, I, I do think, because I mean, I'm giving the guy, uh, Wes Ryan Quentin, Ryan Quentin, thank something you, something like that, um, Quentin, potentially Quentin. too much credit in that, as an actor, he knows what the story is and what the guy's backstory is, you know, like so he's potentially bringing two his performance that and it's like, no, oh, I'm going to play him like a douchebag. Um, but, uh, but that said, yeah, there's, there's, I feel like the movie with other people in it could be even more. Yeah. Not JK Simmons, of course. JK Simmons is amazing as was, um, Brenda and even Gary, um, and Sharon. Um, but visually, um, pacing, Everything about this movie I loved. Everything about this movie that I enjoyed the first time made it more enjoyable the second time. Um, the Bing Crosby at the end, mm-hmm. in addition to the beginning. Callback. It was great. Loved it. Um, the pullout, the zoom out, the confirmation that the universe is in working order. Yeah, and everything about... Oh, yeah, that was the thing I was thinking about earlier. That we, we do finally see Gathanathawa, and it's like, well, you would die... You would be reduced to this, like, shamble of a thing that would wander the earth and people would have to ask themselves, like, what God would allow this <laughs> to exist? So the minute he sees it, it's like, yeah, you, you're done, dude. You're done. You're totally not making it out of this. Yep. Right. Um, so it's perfect, yeah. And it was suitably gross. Yes, yes. Yeah. And and I guess maybe some of the, like, half point not being there is is, like, I'm a little scared, like... I'm a little scared if they would try and do another one of these yeah. with the op, you know the openings that are there. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, just leave it be. This is a perfect yeah. little thing. It's pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. So let's roll. Let's roll. That's just... 331. 331. Activia. <laughs> 331. A cure for wellness with special guest. Oh, we have a guest. Jeremiah Ion. Ooh. All right. All right. Who added this? Uh, shit. Lauren. No, fuck, wait. <laughs> Lauren. Me? <laughs> yeah. It's you. 
I remember seeing trailers for this. I'm excited. Why you did I this. this. I don't know, everyone. This. I'm sorry. I don't know why I added this. So I'm going to have to figure that out. Is. is this available on Netflix? It was probably on a list. I don't know. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I don't know this movie. All right. All right. So thank you guys very much for joining us for another fun-filled episode of Fright Pub. Thanks again to Mike McBurney. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming back. We always appreciate having you on. Love being here. If you guys want to contribute to the conversation, if you want to share some spicy memes, if you want to just hang out and have a good time. Love them memes. uh, In the virtual world. Uh, you can hop onto uh, in the metaverse, on the the Zuckerverse, in the uh, the you know the Facebook. Where's our sponsorship, Zuck? The, the we said Meta once. We did <laughs> twice now, Zuck. But yeah, you can join our Facebook group, yeah. the Fright Pub Podcast Ship Hosting Morgue, uh, and have a good time, and uh, you know help uh, help us keep this conversation going. If you say Zuck's three, if you say Zuck's name three times in a row, his head manifests. In nanobots. In I don't. Room. I don't want that. Uh, but if you would like to hop on your podcatcher of choice and leave us a rating and review, we would appreciate it. Uh, always feels good to know that we're that people are enjoying what we're putting out there, uh, and it helps us uh, get more ears on us. So come on down. So do that. Give of yourself to the fright host. <laughs> give us your liver. I want yeah. your liver. Uh, just the liver, though. Just thirty percent uh, of it. Yeah, you'll survive. not the whole thing. You'll be fine. Seventy-five. Yeah. Uh, but you thanks again, guys. And until next time, please podcast responsibly. Stay Friday. Stay Friday. Let's fucking go.